Friday, 30th of June, 2023. But when they opposed him and blasphemed, he shook his garments and said to them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Acts 18, verse 6. The verbs are in the wrong tense in the NKJV. The verse reads, And they, opposing and blaspheming, having shaken out the garments, he said to them, Your blood upon your head. I am clean. From now to the Gentiles I will go. C.G. In the previous verse, it noted that Paul was compelled by the Spirit, and so he testified to the Jews about Jesus being the Christ. Now Luke continues, saying, and they opposing and blaspheming. The word translated as opposing signifies strong opposition, such as opposing the entire makeup of something, organized resistance, such as a particular battle array during warfare, people being opposed to something in both principle and in practice, etc. Because the verb is plural, it reveals that this was not an isolated instance. Rather, it was a concerted effort that was brought against him. The word translated as blaspheming, blasphemio, signifies the refusal to acknowledge good or to speak profanely of sacred things. In this case, they opposed Paul's message by treating his word about Jesus with contempt. They took Jesus' sacred name and the gospel and vilified them. Because of this, Paul's response was, having shaken out the garments. To understand the meaning of this act, a short passage from Nehemiah will explain. Then I said, What you are doing is not good. Should you not walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of the nations, our enemies? I also, with my brethren and my servants, am lending them money and grain. Please help us stop this usury. Restore now to them, even this day, their lands, their vineyards, their olive groves and their houses. Also a hundredth of the money and the grain, the new wine and the oil that you have charged them. So they said, we will restore it and will require nothing from them. We will do as you say. Then I called the priests and required an oath from them that they would do according to this promise. Then I shook out the fold of my garments and said, so may God shake out each man from his house and from his property who does not perform this promise. Even thus may he be shaken out and emptied. Nehemiah 5, 9-13 The act by Paul would have been perfectly understood by them. He was symbolically asking the Lord to shake them out of their offered inheritance among the saints. This act is not unlike that directed by Jesus in the Synoptic Gospels. When the message was rejected in a particular city, he told his disciple to shake the dust off their feet and move on. They were symbolically indicating that they would have nothing further to do with such a group of people. Along with Paul's symbolic act, he said to them, your blood upon your head. This would also have been perfectly understood by his hearers. In Matthew 27, at the crucifixion of Jesus, it said, then the governor said, Why, what evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, saying, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could not prevail at all, but rather that a tumult was rising, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, 
I am innocent of the blood of this just person. You see to it. And all the people answered and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Matthew 27, 23-26 The idea then is that of blood guilt. The Jews, who condoned the crucifixion of Jesus, had his blood guilt upon them. Those in Corinth had their own blood guilt upon them because of sin. By rejecting the offer of God through the giving of Jesus, their blood guilt remained. This is what Jesus was referring to in John 8. Then Jesus said to them again, I am going away, and you will seek me, and will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. So the Jews said, Will he kill himself? Because he says, Where I go, you cannot come. And he said to them, You are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. John 8, 21-24 Understanding this, Paul next proclaimed, I am clean. The meaning is, he did not bear any responsibility for their blood guilt. It was his task to share the message of Jesus. He did that, but they rejected the offer of reconciliation. He could not force the matter upon them. As such, their guilt remained, while Paul was clean in regard to their coming torment. This is not unlike the word of the Lord to Ezekiel. Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die. Because you did not give him warning, he shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he has done, shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man that the righteous should not sin, and he does not sin, he shall surely live because he took warning. Also, you will have delivered your soul. Ezekiel 30, 20 and 21. With his proclamation of being clean stated, he then turned to the most degrading thing that could alight upon their ears, saying, From now to the Gentiles I will go. The words are similar to those of Acts 13. Then Paul and Barnabas grew bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken to you first. But since you reject it, and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us. I have set you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Acts 13, 46 and 47. The Jews had counted themselves unworthy of eternal life through acceptance of God's offer of reconciliation. Paul, still adamant that this was the true message, said he would now carry it to the Gentiles. The implication is that the Gentiles who received the word would be accepted by God while these Jews would be rejected. The word would be unconscionable to them, but it was already a word spoken out by Jesus concerning Gentiles. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, 
Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my servant, Do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. Matthew 8, 5-13 As for Paul's words now, they don't mean that he wouldn't go to the Jews at all anymore. Rather, he would no longer go to them in Corinth. He had proclaimed, they had rejected, and he was through with them. Life Application The opposing and blaspheming of Jesus by the Jews continues to this day. His name is generally held in contempt by Jewish society and especially so among the more religious sects. However, this does not mean that we shouldn't at least attempt to evangelize them. As will be seen in the coming verses, just because the Jews of Corinth rejected the message of Jesus, this was not a universal rejection. Some will hear and heed. So be sure to tell the good news to any person that may come across your path. The Lord will deal with those who reject him. There is no need to feel the guilt of not at least trying on that day. Precious Lord Jesus, so many are opposed to the wonderfully good news of Jesus. Sometimes it seems like it isn't worth the effort to engage a certain group or family because of their resistance to you. But we don't know if there is a tender heart among them unless we step forward and speak. So Lord, help us to do this. It is never a wasted effort. Yes, Lord, embolden us for the task. Amen. But they would not accept Paul's teaching and said some evil things. So he shook off the dust from his clothes. So he shook off the dust from his clothes. He said to them, If you are not saved, it will be your own fault. I have done all I can do. After this I will go to non-Jewish people. If you are not saved, it will be your own fault. I have done all I can do. After this, I will go to the non-Jewish people. Acts 18 verse 6